Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Y Foundry DAO Terabots Partnership AMA. Let's take a listen. Hey, how's it going, Jimmy? Do I know you? This is Crash. I've been in a few spaces with you. You probably do not know me. Okay. Um, so we're here to talk about YFD partnership with Terabots. Is this correct? That is correct. Well, I can tell you right now, I like Terabots. Why? Because they're 10,101 uniquely generated NFTs. That's pretty big. The biggest 3D NFT project on Terra Money. Wow. Because it's about to come big. Beep up. And you know what, guys? When you believe in Terabots, you know that TB holders, Terabot holders, are for the sake of everyone. Not just the very few. Did you guys know that? No? Yeah, Terabots are awesome. Yeah. I've been there since the beginning. That's that's pretty pretty cool. I mean, for me personally, how did I get involved in Terabots? Because beep bop, beep beep bop, I'm all about the inadequacy of humanity sending planet Earth into turmoil. And the lunatics are left no choice to explore the Terraverse in search of greener pastures because they're all broke to cover the vast expanse of terraverse you got to know that these lunatics have developed a collection of highly intellectual robots which of course is like a very stark comparison to the actual lunatics for a bunch of thieving retards to explore the possibilities of another planet to call home because the lunatics have become too greedy and advancing technology and capabilities of terabots tenfold, though they've been advised against it. So it's basically like a ripoff of foundation. Shortly after, the terabots become sentient, severing themselves from the human masters. It does not take very long for the terabots with their high processing speeds to realize their existence would not be possible without the lunatics. And with this knowledge, the terabots have decided to set out their mission to find and help the lunatics find a new home in the cosmos. Wow. Pretty amazing, don't you think? Jimmy, that was an incredible, incredible <laughs> voiceover you have right there. Uh, just what a great way to start the spaces off. The one thing about the bots that I really want to highlight that you had mentioned, the largest 3D collection. Yeah. Right? It's not just that the art's done in 3D. It's all rigged. It's ready to go. And I think that was... Part of that huge draw last October, last November, as the project was really starting yeah, to get underway when they the minted on Terra. Because that was on the trash, right? It's in the trash now because we got this new roadmap. It's even better, am I right? New team yeah. taking control over the Discord, getting it listed in nowhereart.art, right? New website, secured the funds, and getting integrated with the Metaverse partner that's something pretty big with Astro Heroes. Huge. Beep, bop, beep. Correct. Absolutely. We are taking that initial roadmap, right? They wanted to partner with Lunaverse, wanted to partner with Random Earth. And the thing was, it was just early, right? We had this great product out there. The old team did a wonderful job building something. But it was just a bit early. The stuff wasn't quite there. And we didn't want to give up on that because so many people minted and are still in the project. Right, they're just waiting. They're waiting for something to happen. And so Astroverse came in, right, when we we're partnered up with them. And we really want to make sure that some of those initial goals, the reasons people were there in the beginning, are still getting hit. So even though it is a new team, it's a new idea, we have the blessing of the old team. We have the blessing of a lot of community members. And we really want to take this new idea right? This new roadmap that we're headed with 
that we'll talk about later today and it's going to be incredible but we want to make sure that we hit that old stuff as well and as i see more people start uh filling in here do the y foundry guys want to kick us off start about uh just a little intro to what Y Foundry is before we talk about the partnership. Yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Thanks a lot, Jimmy, for the awesome intro to Terabots, and Sweet thanks bubble. for being here. All right, welcome everybody. We wanted to talk through Terabots and YFT and our upcoming partnership for the MVP launch on Terra Two. Um, thought we could just give. I think Zachary's done a pretty good job, and with some assistance from uh, Jimmy the Otter. Introducing Terabots, if you're not aware, what all they're about, and a little bit of the history. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Wanted to give a little bit on each project, give the opportunity to ask questions, the community ask questions, talk with each other, and about the partnership, and do a little announcement about our upcoming MVP vault. So I think we could just uh, kick it away. Let's do it. All right. So for those that are not familiar, welcome here on YFD is a community DAO that is a vault and strategy, um, essentially a way to bring your ideas to life. You can connect a strategist, anyone who has an idea, with the community, with a community of builders to be able to um, you know, get connected to a whitelisted developer team, to be able to idea workshop that with the community and realize that vision. Um, one of the things we are, uh, we've got a history that we could go into from, uh, you know, Terra 1 transitioning to Terra 2. But one of the things that we are focused on for our MVP launch is looking at who are the most, the strongest communities that have stuck around. Um, I think Terrabots definitely fills that bill. Strongest communities that have kind of hung in there, stuck around through Terra 1 to Terra 2. And uh, really the NFT communities are top of that list. Um, how can we have a strong partnership with NFT communities, which brings us to our NFT um, branded vaults. So we will have a Terabots branded vault. We'll talk a little bit more about that here soon. But I think I could pass it off to Zachary to tell us a little bit more about the Terabots. You already gave us a pretty good spiel. Do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, the history, what's brought us here? Yeah, so I had mentioned uh that we're a whole new team right now right like i said the original team did a great job creating a product that we really fell in love with but ultimately the crash hit everybody pretty hard right and it hit the original team particularly hard and when it came down to it they just didn't want to steward the project anymore right and with this kind of art this integration the 3dness everything being ready to go it wasn't a project that the community, the core community that was in the Discord chatting every day, that's in the Telegram groups, everything like that. It just wasn't something that we were ready to let go. We still believed in it. And the team was a lot of help, right? They're still around. We still talk to them. Uh, we reach out for advice and stuff when we need it. But they passed everything over to us, right? We have all the socials. We've got the website, we have the DAO funds, everything like that diminished from initially, but we do have access to everything. So we have this great turnover, but part of what they did was they reached out and they worked with Nowhere to get all 10,101 bots migrated over to Terra 2 from Terra 1, right? So that was a huge help. We didn't play any of the games, hey, you know, for five Luna, you can migrate this or do this and do that and we'll help you migrate. Or, um, I know one planet had a lot of success migrating, giving the bounty. We just didn't mess with any of that, right? The old team got us over into Terra 2 and we're simply ready to go from that, right? So our entire focus right now is building up the community. All we want to do as community members ourselves is provide value to the community right we have the art so where do we go from there we already partnered with astro heroes right to get this art out there so that people can use what they have but more so than that we are 
working on the beta for a game, right? If you check out the Twitter, um, you can actually like and retweet, and we're slowly bringing in more and more beta testers. It's pretty cool. Um, but as we build up this community, we need a way to start raising funds. And we can reach out to investors, right? That's certainly something that we're doing and considering. But one of the best ways that I can think to get funds from a community is to just let them build up their own money and dedicate to the communities that they believe in as they earn money, right? So it's win-win. They can help the project grow. They're invested in the project. They're invested in their own bags also growing. And I think that's really where you guys come in, right? So you have the NFT branded vault, which allows these communities to help grow the community funds and the funds of the individual investors. So I know a lot of the Terabots community is in it for the 3D art and the interaction. Would you mind just kind of going over for the Terabot side, sort of a layman's terms definition of what's going to happen with these vaults? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just say that I was in it for the 3D printed Terabots. Um, still a little sad that that uh, never was realized. We'll make it happen at some point. I'll 3D print I'm, it myself. I, I'm happy to say that actually in our chat to just today, we have been looking at another option. I cannot make any promises right now, but we're always on the lookout to fulfill those initial promises. And actually just a few hours ago, we started discussing one other thing that could be a possibility in the future, right? No promises, just because things can always turn. But that topic is being discussed actually right now. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. So uh, talking about the vaults, the simplest simplest way to describe it is, um, you know, you can go on any sort of plat, you know, platform protocol, you know, whether it's uh, Astroport, some of the others that may have some strategies. You can go on there and you know put your whatever funds are you're in there whatever strategy you want to participate in you can participate and then you get the yield from that strategy very simplistic uh, concept well what we're looking to do is partner with um nft projects and it's essentially most of the yield the most of the fees from that strategy instead of going to the underlying protocol um, most of the fees go back to the nft project so it's another way for the community to have a variety of DeFi strategies. You know, we'll start with with one in the future, you know, developed by the community, but you could put in proposals for additional strategies you want. Maybe it's to manage your community's treasury. Maybe it's just to provide your holders with a specific strategy and a way to support your project. So think of it like um, I've seen NFT projects that will spin up validators so that they have that as an option. Uh, and they can support their favorite projects that way. This is another way that you can support a project. You're probably going to be, you know, using some of these strategies anyway, especially if you're a DGen and in interested in that. Um, it's just an easy way to support the communities you care about. So you'll go on the platform, you'll go into the marketplace. Um, you know, it could be the uh, YFD, you know, community front end, or it could be, you know, that marketplace or you know, all of this is open source, front end and the, you know, the um, underlying smart contracts. So you could, you know, in the future have a Terabots front end that has just the Terabots specific strategies, maybe on your website, maybe integrated in your game. I like, I think the possibilities are really um, limitless there. But that's kind of what we're looking at for the MVP vault. Is there anything specific we want to dig into that or any questions you have? Uh, I'm really, really interested in the game integration aspect that you had mentioned, because ultimately in the long term, that's where we've been talking about going, right? We're, we're starting to build up this game and we bring it to beta and we're going to have the community come in, help us test it and stuff like that. But ultimately, you don't get into Web3 just for a for fun game. It's a nice 
aspect to have, but we do see ourselves headed in that direction where you're in this metaverse and maybe you head into the YFD structure in the metaverse and interact with it. And that's how you can deposit from, withdraw from vaults and stuff like that. Um, I think that the thing that has me the most interested, I'm going to try to convey this accurately to everybody listening here, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but ultimately, it's a wonderful form of a DeFi meritocracy, right? It's all a competition driving type of factor and you can support your projects with it and you can show what projects you believe in by helping fund their vaults, helping them raise money alongside yourself and alongside um, everybody else. But ultimately, if your project is no longer headed in a direction that you like, you have a financial way to reach out. And as a community-driven project, I think that's really important, right? Because while we're in the Discord and on Twitter every day listening to our community, at the end of the day, the financial backing is really one drastic way to say, hey, I don't like the way that you're going, even if I'm too shy to pop onto a Twitter spaces and say. And well, I let think- me come in here. I'm not too shy. And beep, up. I'm all about this idea of a game because you know what? People got to feel the experience when they invest. They got to believe as holders that they can actually interact with the rest of the community. That's really important. And you've seen with this FTX liquidation that you need to have utility, real use cases, things that people can actually do with a token or a project or an NFT. And I think fundamentally speaking, if this otter was going to be turned into 3D, Shazam! Then all I know is that this otter would be hanging out with terabytes. You know, I, I think... I want to do that. Let's digitize you. We need to digitize I, Jimmy. I think we're going to have to get on a phone call with Digster and see what we can pull up. Digster is the artist that brought all this to life for us. Um, he is in our Discord, so we're going to have to give him a call and see what he can do about an otter. But, you know, <laughs> think about it, though, Zachary. I mean, who would have thought, right, maybe mm, one week ago that mana, you know, for example, Decentraland, would be worth more than FTX? That's, you just, in this space, you never know. I'll tell you what, a year ago this time, we weren't talking about Luna at $2. We weren't talking about merging Luna and Lunk, for those that are following any of the conversations that are pretty rampant on Twitter. And we, we, we were just about talking it, about right? the moon. It's true. But if you think about it, Decentraland and other metaverse projects actually have more real world utility than most of these other so-called DeFi projects or exchange projects. Why? Because at least it's transparent. People can criticize them, but that radar rarely lies. And it doesn't cause the kerfuffle. Yes, the kerfuffle of having people start butting it on Twitter, forcing it to go to zero. So therefore, it's kind of like the downside risk is a lot less in an actual game or metaverse project than a DeFi project or CeFi project where they have their own token and you can do perpetual swaps. And it's a surprising thing. I think that a lot of these other CeFi projects are gonna go down to zero too. Uh, KuCoin might be next, for example. We don't know. Um, they uh, uh, halted their trading for a little while. Um, and then, of course, Hyobei, for example, one of the Chinese exchanges is sold over to uh, uh, the Tron founder, uh, who also said that that never happened. I could see Terabots becoming the future of crypto. You just don't know, guys, because think about it. If all these CeFi projects basically get whittled into like a small number of finance-backed companies, and you basically have to be okay with CZ in order to survive, people are going to realize crypto's use cases are for games and are for financial transactions until the next bull run. And what better use case than 3D robots? That, I, I do love the robots. I would like to touch on uh, one smaller part of what you just said, the FUD. 
part, right? Now, from talking to the YFD guys, I know a little bit about this, and I just want to make sure that our community knows about this aspect. So I like it a lot as well. How do we, right? And I know that there's there's a really cool aspect of the Y Foundry DAO that lets us build this, which is why I want to talk about it. How do we raise this money using YFD and then turn around and use that to help build our project? How do we know who we should trust with the money, right? Um, Y Foundry, would you like to just show our community a bit about that end, the actual building end, instead of just the raising money part? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ray, do you want to take this one? If yeah, can I can, yeah, I can take it. Um, so we're talking about the way that the vaults are funded, the proposals are funded. I think that's yeah, how I, I think understood that. The escrow, the escrow capabilities. Yeah. Um, yeah, the segmentation of risk and the mm -hmm. like, yeah, so, the, the security. Yeah, so the way the Y Foundry platform works is that anyone with an idea or that wants to create a vault, whether they be with um, Terabots or on their own, uh, can submit a proposal through a governance contract to fund and develop their idea. And then the community of YFD itself uh, which includes everybody, essentially, anybody holding YFD uh, that's locked in the forge can go ahead and fund that proposal and put funds in to uh, to develop that vault or that strategy or that idea. And those funds are stored in that proposal contract. They're not commingled like uh, Alameda and FTX do with their funds. They're uh, stored independently in a uh, proposal contract that only the strategist or the proposer and the people who fund it can unlock. Um, if there's an emergency, the community, the, the entire community can return those funds to the individual users, but there is no mechanism for those funds to move to anybody other than who they were allocated to, as in the developer. So, you know, I think it's a very useful and secure way to do this. All of our funds are independently run in the vaults. Um, or in the proposals, they're not commingled in a giant contract somewhere. Does that kind of fill in that that space? I, I think it does a wonderful job filling in. Um, just I know in the Terabot history, we've had some issues, and especially because we've sort of centralized it just a little bit so that we could do this rescue with every intention of still being decentralized, of bringing everybody in the entire community into the project um but really that safety in crypto with everything that's going on right now using the smart contracts to guarantee who gets the money when for their milestones and this entire escrow idea is actually a really really good idea um yeah, I mean, if we if we can real quick if we can promote up the terabots account to a speaker dan is here with us all right, I, I have invited him to speak, just so you know. I wasn't slacking on my... Oh, I guess, he's slack. I guess he's slacking on his end over there. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> Twitter has weird individual rugs sometimes. Um, with everything that we've discussed, it, it's been quite a bit, right? We've talked about our art. We talked about the community transition. We talked about what you guys are bringing to the table on multiple fronts. And we've talked a little bit about how we see ourselves using you guys, right? And using each other, the NFT branded vault to help uh, basically kickstart or bootstrap some community funds for what we want to bring the future um, in addition to outside money and stuff to bring this huge game, this huge decentralized metaverse idea where you're in there doing your DeFi, you're playing games, you're running around, you've got your 3D avatar with the beautiful, beautiful art by Digster. Um, should we open it up? I, I know we talked about so much. Does anybody out there have questions about what's going on for either team? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about that, guys, because we need to talk about the team. The team is everything. And without the team, you realize this project can scale, but I'm super bullish on this team. This team is one of the best teams in Web3. Go for it. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. You're oh, welcome. man. 
So we should talk about how profit sharing works on YFD vaults. We haven't talked about that yet, which incorporates some of the uh, um, aspects that are related to terabots. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about profit sharing. You know, profit sharing is the future, right? I mean, royalties and profit sharing on-chain governance, being able to enforce it through smart contracts. You know what, guys? If you're talking about making money or in uh, robot language, moolah, then you'd realize, of course, that you cannot make money by speculating on meme coins. What you do to make money is you believe in a community. And if you believe in a community, you can do anything. That's a moment of silence for Jimmy. <laughs> no, no, Jim, Jimmy is absolutely right. Jimmy is absolutely right. Uh, there's so 100%. many projects that are starting to move away from that royalty uh, model. I guess you would call it the royalty model. And Terabots is going to be a great example of that, right? The team that's currently here now, this core community team from the crash, isn't taking any money. We don't have plans of taking money. We only make money on the increase in value in terabots, right? Because we're holding a bunch of terabots. We love these things. Um, and even that is just a nominal increase in what we have because we're not selling them, we're holding them. I know a lot of us have actually been buying more while the prices are where they are. So I think it is a super important topic to discuss, right? The money's got to come from somewhere, but it doesn't need to actually be taken from the community on the back end of trades and stuff like that. So it's a really good topic to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. So I can take a first stab at it. Um, Ray, you want to, you can jump in and uh, correct me or clarify, add some color if we want to, but um, yeah, looking at what YFD is doing um, is having these, um, you get your project funded and then the way that you share in the profits is through these um, unique NFTs, they're interactive NFTs that each NFT has a percent ownership of whatever that particular fund is, whatever that particular project is. So for this particular instance, the NFTs will be going to the, for the branded vault, the initial kind of implementation. Those will be, the majority of those will go to the Terabots treasury, and then they can use those NFTs to claim, the NFT can call a claim for whatever funds are available and it gets paid out to the holder of those NFTs. So you can transfer those essentially shares of ownership through these NFTs. You can transfer them around, you could, you know, uh, move them if you if you want. You know, it's, there's nothing tied to a particular wallet, hard coded or anything like that. It's super flexible. It's really looking at a um, novel use of some of the new um, Cosmwasm NFT capabilities to be able to have a lot more flexibility. That I think the community is just exploring. I mean, there's potential to build all sorts of cool functionality on top of mechanisms like this, especially for NFT projects or gaming projects, other things with actual like utility to some of the some of the NFTs. So because get this right, we're all DeFi DGENs here. How many times have you forgotten where you left your money? You, you put it in some project somewhere and you could never remember the contract that you left those funds in. We're doing something very interesting with these NFTs where we're actually using the new Cosmwasm uh, possibilities of the contracts for the uh, 721s. So you don't actually call the contract. You ask the NFT in your wallet to go fetch funds for you. And the NFT knows where the funds are. So you don't no longer have to go figure out what YFD is or where the protocol is or if you sell it or trade it or whatever. Um, those funds will always just be claimable by asking the NFT in your wallet to go extract any claims that are available to you. It's almost like if you had a pocket otter that you could fetch, fetch money with. That's exactly how it works, right? Because <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm sure you guys are aware, just like dogs, right? Otters are kind of like collies. And collies are shepherd dogs. They help herd the sheep. They help herd the cows. 
and you can get one or two coolies. It takes a few years to train them, right? And what they do is when the cows or the sheep, they get too spread out, the coolie goes in and gets them back. And then, of course, you have other dogs that protect the pack. So they sleep with the cows and the sheep in the barn. And when those sheep or cows are going out into the pastures, they protect them from predators. So you have different types of use cases, you know? And that's what NFTs will be. Jimmy the Otter, for example, he is a coley. He fetches, right? He is having the time of his life just by getting you some bones that you throw out. But Zachary and Terabots, what they do is they protect your funds because they live with the users. They live with the cows, right? Users who graze on their own don't know what to do. They just eat grass. You know what I mean? And Terabots are living with them in the mud with the straw, right? And protecting them from predators, both sexual and financial predators. You know, somebody should mod you into Torchlight too. You remember they had pets that used to go mm. fetch the gold? No. I well, I remember Mu Online had that. Mu Online, you could get pets, and they would get the little gems for you. Before I started getting hacked by Chinese hackers. Yes, I'm still a little bit in shock that I came into this thing a nice little 3D robot, and now I'm a watchdog. But I, yeah, I well, like where this is going. In terms of on-chain governance, what do the robots represent? They represent voting power and the ability to protect user funds. You are absolutely right. It's a wonderful analogy. And quite frankly, it makes it very, very easy to understand. But what is Jimmy the Otter community advocate? He is the coley. He helps describe the narrative and push it forward. That's, I gotta admit, we do have, we do have, I don't know if you saw the Twitter, but we do have a Terabot to give away. And I don't know how many Terabots Jimmy the Otter has, but- Oh, I got name, I feel bad if I get more, you know, I'm a whale, guys. Everyone in this audience knows this. There is a conflict of interest. I do have a lot of Terabots because I'm all in on this project. That's, I, I think a lot of us, are all in on this we really like it we we are just holding these bots we're buying more and we're ready to go especially all of these partnerships right and each one does its own job to bring us something right we're gonna bring you to the metaverse we are gonna bring you to DeFi. we're gonna bring you to all sorts of web3 interactions and it's all on the roadmap we're gonna do it decentralized we're going to do it with a community-based team that only cares about bringing value to the entire project, bringing value to all of our partners. And I think that's just the most important thing that we could possibly discuss of anything tonight, right? Is us all just working together to build each other up, to make a great Web3 space, particularly on the Terra blockchain, since that's where we're all building. And that's, that's about the most important thing that I think we could discuss tonight. But uh, does anybody else out there have any questions that we could answer? I know everything's been done in pretty much layman's terms, but feel free to speak up if there's stuff that anybody's not understanding so that we could clarify for you. Yeah, I would say this, you know, obviously not a lot of people in the audience right now, but I also I think it's because of the elections, so people are kind of tuning into CNN. And also because of the whole FTX thing. So people need to be getting some of their money out of FTX and realize they're going to start working at McDonald's pretty soon. Which, by the way, is an important contribution to society, making people fat. Otherwise, um, this is a great recorded space. So if you do have questions, I think the questions should be directed towards how we can make this community better. For me, as an otter, uh, I'm a furry cute, cute creature. Um, fish fear me, women want me. And I get hit up on DMs by all sorts of models, usually from OnlyFans, trying to get a furry creature uh, with them in shot, right? So my question is, how can Terabots help contribute to building these communities? Maybe we could do some cross-chain promotions, uh, have Terabots 
in other games and have other games have their NFTs in Terabots. What do you think about that? Uh, what I can touch on initially is that the team's very, very pro cross-chain. Um, one thing that I'll highlight, I don't know how much time everybody spent on other chains in the cosmos, but if you take a look, the Kujira Heroes mint that just happened over on Stargaze actually features Terabots in their art, right? Uh, Satoshi. Pro New Chaos was doing art for them and got us featured pretty prominently in there. I think almost one fifth of their uh, their mint has some form of Terabot, right? And I would like to see more of that. I'd love to see us get out there and do more. It's in the lore, which you so eloquently read for us just to start this off, right? It's all about getting out there, exploring, and creating new worlds to live in. So I think. We are very, very pro cross-chain, multi-chain, everything like that. We're not just going to go mint a whole bunch of new NFTs, try to raise money that way, um, devalue other chains by simply listing. Uh, we do want to do it right, and that's going to take some time. right? We can't just try to pump our own bags by minting and flipping and then exiting chains. If, when we do go to other chains, we want to bring long-term value to them. Um, as to what specifically we're discussing right now, I can't really touch on that. Um, it's a large, large conversation for one space. I, I am curious. Um, you, I mean, just the story of the Terabots and I mean, I think you're the closest to like true community ownership. I mean, this isn't the original team. You kind of got handed the reins and just picked up and you know, we're fans of the project and just ran with it and are doing awesome things, have awesome things planned in the future. Like, what's your ideal, like, what is the ideal decentralized kind of governance, um, decentralized ownership of this protocol look like? Like, what would that look like? In the long term, um, obviously, everybody needs a say. Everybody needs a vote. A lot of places just do tokenomics, right? They launch some sort of token and then it either trades or if flounders or there's DAO votes and everything going in there and who knows what direction that's going to be able to go long term right i don't know how many us users we have um in the terabots community but gamefi and a DAO token may or may not be feasible given um i guess how aggressively they want to go after projects right now and we can see what happens as things settle down and everything like that, right? We're open to everything. But I think really um, the one of the most decentralized things that we could do is what you're doing with Foundry DAO and making it a meritocracy, right? Just bring value to the project. Make sure that everybody that's in the project community uh, takes part as they would like to and really what they vote with their money. If, if we have a vault set up to develop an aspect of the game and we have a vault set up to develop some aspect of community, right? Does one far outweigh the other? That'll tell us what the community's thinking. Um, as far as votes and governance and stuff, we're not quite there yet. We have um, some preliminary discussions that have gone on, but for the time being right now, we're really just dedicated to bringing this whole project back, making it fun for everybody and getting that baseline started because we don't want to just launch a token and tell everybody to buy it, take the funds, and then let it crash, right? It's all about long-term stability with us. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to something Jimmy said earlier. Like, I, I think, like, looking at what actually, like, what value is being created here, um, you know, when the dust settles and a lot of these things kind of fizzle out, like, which projects have staying power and actually providing something useful, something tangible, even if it's a game, you know, some sort of utility. Um, I, I really think, like, uh, we should start taking a, a hard look at, tokens especially like what's the purpose of this you know what what's what's 
you know, it, it should be something beyond just like um, games, you know, like funding and like sort of DeFi games. So, like there should be some, I don't know, some actual purpose, some utility to what we're doing and value creation as opposed to just kind of like extracting back and forth from different protocols and communities. It does seem like the age of the token is either dying or it's being killed or a combination of both smothered with a pillow or a pillow. Um, you know, so I think we're moving more into reputation based um, or role based uh, membership into communities. And that's something that YFD has been, you know, exploring is like, where do we go after a token? I think yeah, I mean, communities. I, no, go sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I think communities like Terabots are going to be one of the leaders in that type of environment because it's so open, right? We don't have ton, like massive whale token holders fighting to keep to the old ways. We don't have an income coming from the project for us personally. It's just a project that we're doing because we love it, because it gives us enjoyment. And because of that, we're open to whatever direction that it had, right? And I think part of, you know, as you said, breaking down the token-based model, there's going to be so much resistance from people that have already profited off of it. But that puts us in a really, really good position because we are ready for whatever's next whether we come up with that idea or somebody else comes up with that idea and we're happy to give them credit, right? They could say it to us. It could be an entirely other project on another chain that we just happen to know about and love what they're doing and want to copy what they're doing. When we see that really good governance idea, that's best for the community. There's, there's no pride in there. There's nothing like that holding us back from just doing what's best. But speaking yeah. of, um, of a tangible benefit. Like I said, we do have that Terabot and I had Dan who has to run. Um, he was logging in from a desktop so that we could use the spinner, which is why he wasn't able to connect with us here. But uh, I did have him spin for the winner of the community here. And it looks like TX exclamation point D is the winner of the Terabot. If you can pop into our discord, and just drop, drop a ticket. We do have a ticketing system up. We can get you that uh, that terabyte. It's a pretty good one. I believe it's a pirate hat. Let me come in here and, and mention something. You know, you, you mentioned a few important issues regarding whales. And I think the era of whales getting into NFT projects and then pumping them and then dumping them may be over for a little while. Why? Because a lot of those whales were there with the Solana NFT projects and so on. And they realized that with a little bit of marketing, people would not be wise enough to realize what was going on. But you see, people who own Terabots are very wise, very wise. That's why they're in this room. People in this audience are so smart, so smart. And they realize that this is a community-run NFT project with regular people or otters, right? No one is too big for the riches as my great, 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 grand otter said. You know what I mean, Zachary? Um, we have a lot of projects out there that have floundered because whales suddenly announced on Discord, I got to leave because my wife got eaten by a crocodile or my husband's boyfriend has died mid-mint. You know what I mean, Zachary? When you have real resiliency, it means regular people owning an equal share of a project. And that's what I see. So what can we do to maintain this community approach? Well, I, I pinned something to the top. Tom Brady and Mrs. Bookchman were both using their fortune, right, to buy more FTX, okay? So this is what you don't do, guys. You don't own tickets to buy more tickets in the lottery system. Now both of them are broke, and uh, Mrs. Butchman is going to have to start um, selling her ass to pay for her bills. Um, she is broke, 
She put all of her money in FTX. Now FTX is broke, and Sam is going to have to do the same thing. In contrast, Terabots is about helping each other. If you need a little bit of help, psychological, psychiatric, I'm on Discord. You can just DM me. Go to general chat. Say, guys, I need some help. I need an intervention. And the community will be there to help you. Thank you. Beep, and even if they're broke, currently right now, they can probably still get into a terabot, right? With the drop right now, I think I saw one on the floor at nine Luna. Um, it was like two bucks right now. Um, so good opportunity. If they want to get back into the future and restore their fortune, hey, why not give terabots a shot? Yeah, well, don't do what Sam Bakeman Fried did, where he said FTX is enough to cover all client assets. They do not invest client assets, even treasuries. Don't be that guy. What you have is whales lie. Whales lie to protect their assets. And then they delete tweets. What will happen is this is bad for the ecosystem. However, however, if you have a community-owned project, there are no incentives to lie. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Well, thank you for that, Jimmy. Um, on this news, though, as I'm sort of running out of time a little bit here, um, unless there's something else specifically between Terabot and the Y Foundry DAO, any other questions, anything like that, any sort of closing comments or concerns that we could answer or discuss, um, I'm actually going to have to pop off out of here a little bit. No problem, Zach. You know what? People are not concerned. People are not worried because they believe in you. As we get from planet Earth to our new Metabot, sorry, Lunabot Metaverse, we got to know what to do. And we have this new roadmap that I think we're all super excited about. Am I right, guys? Am I right? For those that haven't seen the Terabot. Uh, roadmap can be found at terabots.io. We do have that is our website. Definitely check out the terabots collection. Um, where can they find that? Where's the best place to buy a terabot? Uh, terabots can be bought on nowhere.art. They can be bought on Random Earth version two. Make sure that you're logged into mainnet on your wallet. Um, I believe TFM also has a uh, marketplace aggregator that you can buy bots on, as well as Terrarity. I usually pick mine up off of Terrarity. They have their own ranking system for Rarity, stuff like that. Um, it is worth mentioning quickly that the Terabot on Terra Classic are still in your wallet. Anybody who owns them on Terra Classic do own their Terabot Classic, but we are no longer using them for our project, we have gotten the trading suspended on Random Earth. It was up there for a little bit. Um, and we've had a couple of issues with that, but they are suspended on Random Earth. So even though you'll see bots on Terra Classic, they have all been migrated to Mainnet and are on Nowhere and Random Earth, or you can use those aggregators. Yeah. And I just want to come here and quickly say, if there are those who have not, been in this space earlier because the inadequacy of humanity sending the planet earth into turmoil the lunatics the people in this audience have no choice but to explore the terraverse in search of greener pastures cover the vast expanse of the terraverse and develop a highly intelligent collection of intellectual robots to explore the possibilities of another planet to call home. Oh my God, this is quite the roadmap. I am so excited. Beep, pop, pop. Thanks a lot, Zachary. Thanks, Terabots. If you're interested in what YFD is doing, if you have an idea, something that you would like to possibly fund in the future, or just want to see what's going on, maybe you're a builder and want to participate, come to the YFD Discord. With that, it's been an amazing space. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Y Foundry DAO Terabots Partnership AMA, recorded on Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. 
Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star screen jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up, everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol, but it didn't matter, we was all hyped up, when the pedal hit the metal, he just didn't have the right skill, watched in the daytime, till the night curfew, rats in a cage, till they make time to murk you, got a little job that falls under my purview, we gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis Mock up a basement could call me resilient Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Ten spaces.